When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, Stars fans, it's Jeff Kay, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Starcastic Remarks, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Go Stars! Hello, guys. Welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. Alongside my brother, James, to my right, my name is Ryan Chambers. We are the official Dallas Stars podcast of THBN. Go and use that promo code THBN the next time you go and use DraftKings Sportsbook and Raycon. We thank them both for being our sponsors of our show. The Dallas Stars start off pretty hot with a 3-0 lead, but they eventually fall to the Colorado Avalanche by a final score of 6-3 tonight. And I, I, I really honestly don't know what to think tonight, James. So what are some of your initial thoughts coming out of tonight's game? Because uh, yeah. I'm kind of just like, it- okay. <laughs> I mean, we came out in that first period. We looked great. I mean, we were we were winning puck balls. We were forcing turnovers. Won like sixty percent of the faceoffs. And then, uh, I guess the second period, we decided a three goal lead was enough, and it felt like we kind of let up a lot. And I mean, you think about there was a six, there was a five on three again, and we didn't score on that for second consecutive time. My chair just failed on me, so that's what happened. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh like, at you. I'm sorry. The back like fell out. Anyway, uh, we get, we don't score on the five on three again. It was three nothing at the time, you know, whatever. But like then you, but it just shows that they were like we were not pushing anymore. I mean, it wasn't just that we didn't score on the five on three. We had maybe one shot on it. I mean, it didn't look good, and then the rest of the penalties killed off. Uh, and then it just, it, it felt like we just never, we, it felt like we never were playing again after the first period. I mean, the first period was great. Like we complained about the starts all year, have a great start, probably best start we've had. And then they stopped playing. The, so after the game, I just, I, I'm so conflicted as to how I'm supposed to be. I'm just, I'm, I'm in utter shock because we haven't seen this team do this like this in many years now. It's felt like this is like the first time we've really seen a giant meltdown like this. But 
and and you hit the the uh, hammer on the nail right there, James. It's that five on three power play that that was the turning point in the game for me tonight. Was the fact they they were up three to nothing, had fifty six seconds of a five on three, did nothing with it. So now that that doesn't excuse them from the rest of the game and how they played the rest of the game. But you you can you can have two schools of thoughts for it right now. You can think, okay, it's early in the season. It's not that big a deal. It's one game. Or you can be of uh, the other mindset and be like, I cannot believe that we blew a three-goal lead and uh, just utterly, completely, 100% hacked off in every little thing that we've done at, at all. So I, I don't know I, what I, you think, uh, James, but I, I'm leaning more towards the, the hacked-off, pissed-off side. Yeah. I, I'm I'm definitely extremely annoyed, but like, what am I what am I supposed to do about it? And the, the team just stopped playing, and there was no one no one there to help out. Oh, hi, Chris! Welcome to the show. Oh, and his mic's not working either. That's classic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're late, Chris. I we just figured you weren't showing up, so we just went on with the show. But anyways, uh, what is your mic working now? Say something. I don't think he even hears that. I don't. Can't, I don't even think he can hear us. <laughs> well, that's super awkward. Okay. Anyways, uh, so I wasn't. Um, I wasn't invited. You're always invited, Chris. We just assumed that you were going to be here, and then you weren't. We were like, "Oh, okay," and we went on with our lives. That was rude. That was rude. <laughs> so, anyways, Chris, uh, how are you feeling about tonight's game? I'm feeling almost as bad as if I got left out of the podcast by my other two brothers. <laughs> I mean, it, we totally flip-flopped the game on how we played the entire season. I mean, we had a really good first period and a really terrible third period, which is the complete opposite. And we also did exactly what we did in the Arizona game, except we didn't come back this time. I mean, the Arizona game, we were up, I think, two goals to nothing. You have the five on three to go slam the door. Didn't take care of it. Exact same thing happened here against a better team. Five on three for a full minute. Don't score a goal. Keep a minute. Give them all the momentum back. And look at that. Colorado Avalanche are a good hockey team. They'll find their way back into the hockey game. So, yeah. I, that, it, they didn't learn their lesson, and it bit them in the butt when they played a good team. I'm just really hacked off tonight just because of – in. You know, you know, a couple of years ago, I probably would be ballistic right now and screaming and yelling and stuff like that. But I, I, I'm just utterly shocked at the lack of hustle, at the lack of shots, the lack of everything in the third period. It was like a tale of two different teams, and it didn't make any sense. Like, th this team had three days off, three days off to, to relax. And what I saw in the third is what probably what I expected to see in the first. And we didn't see that at all. They they got off to a great start. Tyler Sagan with two goals. Pavelski gets a goal. And the thing is, and it, that it sucks about it, is that Sagan does has a great game. And we're not even thinking about that or talking about it because of the, the lack of defensive structure that the Stars had there in the third period. They absolutely sucked it up in the third period. They couldn't win a puck battle. And it, it, it was literally like the two teams flip-flopped in the first and third. 
The Stars were great yep. at forcing turnovers in the first period. They were getting after the Avalanche. They were forcing them in, in their own zone. They were not playing in their own zone. Otter didn't have to do anything in the first period. And in the third period, it's literally like it completely flip-flopped. So, I mean, I mean, there's not much else to say about this game other than that, and that ho- hopefully that this is just a fluke and a one-off. Yeah, and I keep going back to the missed opportunities. I mean, the five-on-three comes at a perfect time. That I mean, they score there, the game's over. The, the, the abs don't come back if you score on the five-on-three, and you should. And once again, I, I, I'll kind of lead this into the, the power play talk. It's a five-on-three where we throw out kind of a mixed unit between the first and second units, and it doesn't work again. So much, man. I, it, doesn't, it doesn't just not work. Both times it looked bad. I mean, they got one shot on that five-on-three. A single shot. I mean, just throw out the second unit. <laughs> they, We've seen them score before. We know they could score. I'd much rather have the fast passing uh, with people who you know where they are and how they're going to play than yeah. just this ragtag team, it feels like, that you – if. if they feel lost, honestly. It really, it really, they they feel lost. Yeah, it, it, there definitely hasn't been enough practice with that combination unit at five on three for them to know exactly what's going on. And the first unit looked really good on the power play goal they scored. Why don't you just go with what's working? We looked decent on five on threes last year with our first unit. At the very least, I want our best guys on the ice, and that's not who's on the ice on the five on three unit that they threw out there. So. I I dislike it greatly. I think it's the wrong decision. It's happened two games in a row now, so hopefully there's a change with it. And the the thing is, I I feel like I can't be mad because the power play was decent tonight. The goal they scored was pretty good. And, you know, the power plays before the five-on-three were fine. If you don't score on a minute-long five-on-three, you're allowed to be mad, especially at the time of the game that it was in. It's just like, what kind of crap did we see from them after? It was literally like the five-on-three was the defining line between the game. Before the five-on-three, pretty good. After the five-on-three, worst I think we I've seen the Stars play this this season. Well, it just looked like they didn't play at all. It looked like, oh, we have a three-goal lead. Okay, we're done. Yep. And that's what it looked like for the entire rest of the game, even when the Avs started scoring, too. There was, there was not a response at all. And what especially shocks me about it is it looks really similar to the last game that we played, that we got lucky and actually came back and won. You should have learned your lesson there. I mean, that's that's a time for you to learn that lesson and not pay for it. And they didn't. Instead, they have to learn their lesson and pay for it now, which is really unfortunate. I mean, hopefully at this point, the team has learned you score goals and you keep scoring until the game is over. We knew that last year. That's why our goal differential was ridiculously high. So you got to get back to that. The other thing that was really confusing about this game is the goal differential between the periods. I mean, the Stars have been pretty good in the second period, and they were not good in the second period. And they have this year been really bad in the first period, but they had a plus three goal differential in the first period. So it's, it's hard to think it's hard to watch this game and to try and analyze it because this is not what we've seen all season. And it was, it's, it's a tale of two cities. I mean, I mean, it's so hard to to look at this and be like, okay, well, what do we need to fix? And the only thing that comes to my mind about this game is that this was a complete fluke. 
but like you said, Chris, it, it's it's very there were some very odd similarities between this game and uh, the Arizona game. So, I mean, maybe we need to go back to both of those games, figure out what the heck is going on and why these shots are going in or whatever, and make sure that it doesn't happen. Um, I think fluke's the wrong word. It's not exactly fluke. It's more, it's between the ears is the problem. So it's not the skill on the ice. Obviously, we're a good enough team to play with the abs and beat the abs like we were in the first half of the game. We were dominating. Like we were destroying them. It wasn't even close. The abs were a step slow. We were all over them. We were forcing turnovers in their own zone. We made it look like child's play, like an NHL team versus an ECHL team. And then it completely flips on its head in the third period. It doesn't make any sense. And that's because of the momentum swing, I think. And you got to have the mentality to fight back from bad mental swing or bad momentum swings like that. So, yeah, I, it's not really fluke. It's more you got to fix your brain. Yeah. And honestly, it's not like the goals against that were really even the problem. It's just that they stopped playing. I mean, yeah, the whole the whole team stopped playing. And yeah, and that's the other thing. It's like normally you can pick out like a couple players who might have had a bad game or whatever. It it was the whole team. <laughs> I mean, like everybody just stopped playing. It was that's why I'm I'm calling it a fluke game because I don't think it's going to happen again. We had something similar like this last year where where the the score looked really really bad and it really wasn't that bad because six to three does not look like that bad, but. The the here's the thing that really hacked me off is once the stars got down four to three, it didn't even take 15 seconds for them to be down two goals. Yep. So the like like you said, there was there was no sense of urgency after we after we lost, you know, after we lost the the even the tie. It was no longer tied. There was no pushback, there was no good shift. And that's something that Razor Cape saying. It was just like, okay, we need a good shift here to kind of push the momentum back. And it never happened. Yeah. And that's something any any of the lines can do. I mean, we've seen the fourth line do that too. That that's on them as well. So all, all the way up and down the lineup, we needed one one sh- one good shift. And we probably could have had at least had a chance to claw our way back. But you don't even give yourself that chance. So very very frustrated with the mentality of this team on this game. Hey guys, it's Ryan here. Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. For some of the money line odds for the games tomorrow on the 15th, the Flyers and the Hurricanes, the Flyers have a plus 210, the Hurricanes have a minus 258. You can also take a look at the Kraken and the Oilers, two of the bottom feeders of the Pacific. The Kraken had a plus 154, the Edmonton Oilers at a minus 185. And then you've got also the high-flying Canucks against the Islanders. The Canucks are at a minus 155, and the Islanders are at a plus 130. Download the app now and use the code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 
In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. All rights reserved. Hey guys, it's Ryan here. It may be too early to start decorating for the holidays, but it's never too early to start your holiday shopping. Why not take care of it now? Before the crowds and packed calendars make shopping a total, complete nightmare. Especially when you can get some of the best deals of the season well before Black Friday. You can shop Raycon products right now and save up to 50% off because their early Black Friday sale is going on now. You've heard me talk about Raycon products before a couple of months ago, but Raycon first made a name for themselves in the audio space with products like their everyday earbuds, known for delivering high-quality and thoughtful features, like a 32-hour battery life, that's crazy, in a perfect in-ear fit for all-day wear and lasting comfort. And this past year, they've expanded their entire business with the introduction of Raycon Home and Raycon PowerTech. Their five-star reviewed Magic 1-800 cable allows you to charge iOS, micro-USB, and Type-C devices eight times faster with 100-watt power delivery. Raycon is known for delivering high quality and thoughtful features at half the price of other premium tech brands. It's no wonder their products have racked up tens of thousands of five-star reviews. To get everyone in the holiday shopping spirit a bit early, Raycon is currently offering 20% off everything on their site, with select products up to 50% off. So, Beat the crowds and save now. Trust me, you do not want to miss out on Raycon's early Black Friday sale. Hurry now to buyraycon.com slash THPN to get 20 to 50% off site-wide. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score up to 50% off Raycon products. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. It, it, and it also just sucks that we have to lose to Natushkin. That's I, I don't I, I love the other three players: Kivi, Olafson, even Tufty, who's not even playing right now, but uh, Cogliano. But dude, I can't stand it when Natushkin scores against us, just because it hacks me off so much. But uh, I mean, there's really not much else to talk about with this game. I, I can't really think of anything else. The only other thing that I kind of wanted to talk about was how Otter played in it. Because, like, he, he, again, it's not like he looks bad. But, like, every time that he was challenged tonight, he didn't show up. I mean, he he had maybe, like, one save that he shouldn't have tonight all night long. And that's just, that's not normal Otter. And then the fifth goal, he had, and it just leaks back behind him. I mean, yeah, that, that's not Otter. <laughs> and I think even Otter had the mentality shift that happened in the middle of the game too. I mean, he, he, he was fine in the first half. He wasn't challenged nearly as much, uh, except for Makar a couple of times with some plays down the wing. But I mean, after that, exactly like you said, James, he, he got challenged and he didn't 
he didn't show up in his Vesna way. He wasn't the reason. He he could have been the reason that we won this game with a couple of big saves, and, and he he wasn't tonight. That he definitely wasn't the reason like, we lost, but he didn't he didn't make those yeah. key saves like you said. Yeah, it just felt like he didn't show up for any of them. Yeah. I mean, so when you look at the stat sheet tonight, uh, there's a lot of players that had some rough nights tonight. Uh, Dodonov a minus three. Haskinen had a minus three. Johnson had a minus three. Robo was a minus two. Suter a minus two. Lundqvist minus one. Pavelski minus one. Hints with a minus one. And then the players that you you kind of don't expect to be positive players were positive players tonight. I mean, actually, yeah, the only one that ended up positive tonight, you'll never guess if you haven't looked at the stat sheet. Just take a guess. I looked at the stat sheet already, so. Okay, James, take a guess. I, I did too. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, we uh, yeah, both ruined it. We, we okay. did our two challenge diligence tonight. <laughs> Johnny Hockenbaugh. Really? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. That's weird. And so it, it, I want to be mad, but I'm just kind of like, whatever. Just let's just forget about this game and move on. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of that way. But I think you need to learn from it from the momentum thing. I mean, momentum is important in hockey. We, we've seen. We've seen that happen in tons of games. Just having a poor power play can give momentum to the killing team. If you get a minute long five on three and you don't score, you're giving momentum to the other team is what you're doing. You have to score on those, especially when it's a matter of putting the other team down, which it was the past two games and you failed both times and they came back both times. You got to learn something there. You got to get the timely power play goals. You have to. That's the one thing you need to learn. The, the play that happened in the second half of the game, that's not Dallas Stars. I agree. Throw that in the garbage. doesn't matter. I, I, I just don't think this is going to happen again. It's, it was a weird game. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyways, let's, let's end with this question. Do biggest winner, biggest loser. Um, K10SW. Is this lack of a full 60 minutes a player issue, coaching issue, or something that will work itself out deeper in the season? See... I don't even think it's an issue. I, I really don't. I don't think it's an issue. We, we haven't seen this very often. Yeah, I'm hacked off that it happened. But we now the the one thing I, I think I can say is they have not played a full 60 minutes yet. This the, the way they played tonight, I don't think is indicative of how we've discussed the full 60 minutes in the in the past. This was just a, a, a weird one-off thing what do y'all think that what do you think the answer is to that question i i think a large part of it does have to be coaching honestly and i know that's kind of a bogus thing to throw it on but it the, the starting the games poorly which we had it at the beginning of the season it, you have to change something there as, as a coach either either do a mandatory morning skate or mandatory show up at the rink earlier whatever you, you change you change something there and I, and I don't know if that was changed or not. I mean, I don't have the insights there, but I feel like coaching can make some changes there. In, in the middle of the games, I mean, I know we had the intermission between there to kind of smooth things over, but after the Ranton and go-ahead goal, I feel like that'd be a good time for a timeout. Or after the Nechushkin tying goal, maybe a good time for a timeout. You don't see a timeout called in this game, which is kind of interesting when they have six unanswered goals i mean you i'd expect to have a timeout at some point 
in, in there, which would be a good tool to use. And if not, you at least, I don't know, you throw out the fourth line to get a good shift going. I, I know we said no line really had good shifts going, but I feel like you have some tools to to help move the momentum in your favor. Timeout being one of them. Uh, the the challenge on the goal was interesting. I, I I don't like that. That definitely they already had momentum going based off killing the five on three. Then they get the goal, and then you give them a power play, which built momentum as well. So I think that kind of fed to the fire a little bit too. So I, I think there's things that DeBoer can do to help with momentum swings like that and with starts to the game. Yeah, it, it was it was so weird going into second intermission because, like, I, I look at the score and now it's 3-2. I'm like, okay, so they're going to wake up now, right? Because they just lost their three-goal lead and they come out in the third and they look the exact same. Like, literally the exact same. Nothing changed. And, and that's what I'm saying. That Like, that's a great time to call a timeout. Nothing changes. They get the tying goal. Okay, timeout. Find a way to get something changed. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The thing that was frustrating for me is you could obviously see there was a huge momentum shift in the game. After the Stars get up, give up that fifth goal, you pull Otter. I'm sorry. Get the, the way that the game was going, that's probably something that I would have done right then and there. And I know it was only a two-goal lead at that point. But you were up in the game th- three to nothing, and now it's five to three. You need something to, to get it going, something to switch. Um, yeah. However, I'm not going to put this on Pete DeBoer. Uh, I, I think this is totally not between totally the not. ears. This is this is the players. This is the players' fault tonight, in I, my opinion. This I think everybody could have done something different to win this game, and nobody did anything was the problem. So, so you lost. I mean, even like like you don't even have to have like an offensively good shift. I mean, just just hitting people tonight would have done it. It's a yeah. fast team. You hit them, you slow them down, catch back up. But, like, nothing happened. Nobody did anything tonight. So, I'll put it on everybody. Biggest loser tonight, the Dallas Stars. <laughs> uh, over here, Ardell is asking, how many shots did 21 have? Uh, Robo only had two shots tonight. That was it. So, he's, he's also asking about the fact that uh, this top line for the Dallas Stars has not been very visible lately other than maybe on the the power play which there's some truth to that there's lately especially it's mostly been the duchene line kind of stepping up for the stars offense lately and uh he's asking where they're at is that fair yeah i mean they they uh, five on five they look mostly invisible now yeah i i think that is true it's also a little bit easier for them to hide because their points are more spread out this year too. So you don't have those ridiculous numbers from robo, but they are producing less than they were last year. That's for sure. All right, Chris, so you already gave your, excuse me, Isaiah, uh, you already gave your biggest loser for the whole Dallas stars. Uh, James, who's your biggest loser? Uh, I'm giving mine to Otter just cause like the past couple of games, he's not looked like himself. He's not costing us games really but he's not winning any of them for us. I'm going to give mine to, uh, to what just kind of a mixture of three guys, just because they were on the ice for the uh, goal scored against Johnston, Haskinen and the Donoff. Just Minus three all, is pretty rough. That, that's bad. That's really bad. And uh, 
the the other thing is that they did not help out with any kind of offensive acumen at all tonight. Which so, is weird for Johnson, who's been so good recently. I think yep. he had he did have one good shot. He had one good rush chance um, in the second, but yeah, not as good as he usually is. Uh, biggest winner. My biggest Tyler winner Sagan. will Tyler Sagan's a good one. I'll take uh, his uh, his apple picker Mason Marchment. Two assists on the night. Two really good passes. I mean, the second one, fantastic little saucer that Sagan bats down and puts in. And uh, no penalty minutes either for me. No penalties. <laughs> always a play. He did serve one. He did serve one. Always has to, always has to okay, end up in the box. I, I, I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> even if when it's not his fault. Yeah, yeah. So, but um, for me, my biggest winner, I'll give it to Tyler Sagan as well. Because he looked... I was really, really, really surprised with uh, how he played in the first period. And uh, I really liked how he played. I mean, two goals. That's excellent. He may not have the wheels, but he still got the same mitts. That's for sure. Yep, that's true. And it really sucks that we don't really get to talk about that very much because that seems like a distant memory the first period and then everything else happened afterwards. So it's kind of... It's kind of pointless. Yep. Right, so it, it really sucks. But uh, Stars will be back at it on uh, Monday night, and this is a this game and the next two games really tough three game stretch for the Dallas Stars going up against uh, the other best team in the Central in Colorado. Following them tonight, they got the Rangers on Monday, and then they got Vegas coming in on Wednesday night. So we'll see how it goes for the Dallas Stars over the next two games and then uh they got one more home game on friday before they go back out on the road so we'll see how they do and hopefully we get a bounce back from them against the new york rangers anything else tonight guys no that's it okay yeah it's kind of podcast (laughs) yeah it's kind of of like a bleh kind of thing tonight so we'll we'll just chalk this up as a fluke I'm, i'm chalking it up as a fluke so Anyways, guys, thank you all for listening. For those of you that are, for those of you that are listening afterwards, we appreciate you as well. Go and use that promo code THB, and the next time you go use Drake uh, Raycon and DraftKings Sportsbook. I tried to mix them there a second ago. If you like this episode and this podcast, please consider leaving a five-star review anywhere you listen to your podcast. Go check out sarcasticremarks.com, and then also go and sign up for a brand new Discord server, the Starcastic Remarks Discord server. So uh, we would love uh, to talk to you guys there during the game. That's kind of where we hang out and uh, where other members of the Starcastic Remarks community meet. Along with Chris and along with James, my name is Ryan. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Hope you guys have a good, fantastic morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you guys are listening. We'll see you guys again on Monday night.